Hello and welcome to another episode of Revitalize. If you're joining us for the first time, you're tuning into a music podcast discussing issues surrounding the nighttime and live industry's response to the pandemic. If you're here from episode one, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with it. Today's guest is two thirds of Leeds based live music collective Ready Meal Sound. We chat about their position as a live project in a city full of DJs, how they got busy in lockdown and what's next now that things are going back to normal. Back again on Zoom, which is slightly annoying, but um, so techy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how are you, Tom? Tom, are you good? Yeah, chilling. Just uh, Livy got a first, so we're having a celebration oh, tonight. Oh, nice one. Are you, so you're up in Leeds then, or no, no, no. I'm in um, I'm at my family home in Brentwood. Yeah, Livy's coming with me just before I move back to Leeds. Yeah, so so yeah, so you guys are both going to be back in Leeds next year, aren't you? Yeah, I'm there now. I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, what's Leeds, what's Leeds been like in in the heat? Has has it been? It's been it's been good to be fair. I'm going swimming tonight, which is gas. Yeah. You're going yeah, swimming well, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, like as the sun's coming down, get in the river. It's gonna be sweet. Oh, After this, I'm gonna hop in the car. Yeah, because it because it's almost in London. It's literally unbearable. Like you can't really London do anything. Like luckily, I was camping on the weekend, so there was I could do some swimming, but. If I'd have been in the city, like I don't know really what I'd have done other than like stay inside. Yeah, <laughs> is that it was so like out here? It's actually like quite calm, and as soon as you head, you know, like twenty minutes that way, it's just the humidity is actually unbearable. Yeah. It's yeah, not really horrible. Yeah, I just, keep, I just get like so disgustingly home. sweaty from doing like the smallest activity. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, um, so just jumping straight into it um something i need to sort of get better at doing when i'm recording these is just not um assuming the audience has the same level of knowledge about the people i bring on as i do so <laughs> if 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 one of you just wants to quickly exp- or both of you just like explain who ready meal are um maybe maybe sort of you could both go into a bit about what your role is in ready meal because it's obviously you you two and then alfie but um I'm probably going to get Alfie on for something separate. Um, so yeah, yeah cool. if you just want to both of So, um, yeah, Ready Mill is basically a artist collective slash record label, which we set up almost two years ago now. Uh, me, Tom and Alfie set it up together. And it was basically just, um, we were all doing our own production and it was just a way of bringing together all the artists that we've been working with to come together. So I'm a saxophonist and producer and kind of doing the artist management and development side of things. And over to Tom. Yeah, um, I specialize in A and R and helping the artists develop. But yeah, it's because it came from a need when we were we were producing just out of uni, yeah. and um, me and Ben had a little production duo called Inertia Surf back in the day, the OG Ready Mill, and we were just getting too many artists and like people wanting to find artists for us, and everyone's sort of getting involved on this like like singers you know because there's not really much of a singer's scene around unless yeah. you're looking into like management and labels properly and then when the point you get there they're not really encouraging creativity or like any yeah. sort of experimentation it's all sort of like 
down to the 11th TikTok. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. So, yeah, so we just wanted to create just a bit of a culture and a bit of a feeling yeah. and like making it okay to have sessions and, you know? Yeah, play, absolutely. Make it about the music more than about yeah. going out. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I want to I sort of um, touch on the, the genre side of things a bit because um, it is quite... Uh, I feel like you're quite uniquely... You know that the in Leeds, um, especially there's quite a high saturation of um, sort of. Uh, I'm obviously my background's more in the nighttime industry, despite being uh, really into all genres, like passionate about mm. all genres. But um, you guys are one of the only sort of collectives which I feel like, while you, you're you know you you your main sort of endeavors are involving around live music, but you still feel quite um synonymous with like the nighttime industry or mm. like the nighttime scene so to speak like um yeah you feel very like, i don't know it just feels very close to like that's why that's why even though i'm sort of focusing more on um the nighttime industry during the pandemic on this podcast i felt like you guys yeah are so close to it like mm. i was listening to you uh ben your obviously you like some of your saxophone pieces like might have like a a two-step beat behind it um yeah, yeah. and yeah i was just wondering is that is there any reason why that is is it to do with being in leads or is it to do with your own interest in dance music or anything like that so well i guess because we basically started off um playing at east village um as like a jazz band basically um but then all our background so alfie's a dj gary fuser i'm like a house club saxophonist so yeah. i gig on the weekend like late night stuff so We've, uh-huh. and leads like you can't get away from like yeah. <laughs> going out really can you on any level you and really as like an artist selective like it's not that we had to tap into it it was just pretty natural that like i love garage as much as i love jazz as much as i love hip-hop so yeah. it was always going to just when when i'm just creating whatever like feels like the vibe of that day is going to happen and get released yeah. you know what i mean so then yeah. it just makes it quite easy to cross genres and like with different artists we'll work on different basically down to the artist what they want to make we'll just have a crack at it (laughs) exactly i feel that was the point was to make make the music not about the genres because i feel like the genres like the tempo and the drums and you know the sound of the instruments and where it comes from it can can it can inform your music but i think it starts to get a lot more interesting when you're transcending the need for a genre yeah i i agree completely um, because so, like I, I've always been um, just an advocate of like there's there's no need for this sort of prestige around around like um, what a genre is like what what genres mm. are good and are bad um, which I think you guys obviously sort of really echo with with the fact that you set up Ready Meal and you're exploring so many genres within that. Yeah. yeah um, uh, is there any anything more you wanted to add on that? Um, uh, yeah, I just, I think, I think performing as well, like being able to do everything and making it about the people involved. Because yeah. I think, I think that's true when you said prestige about genres, that's really what it is, isn't it? It's yeah. just the, it's the marketing tool that kind of got out of hand. Yeah. And people really like identify with, with the words and less so what they actually know what it means. Yeah. Like I didn't know the difference between house and techno for a very long time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah, I think there's an inherent, specifically in Leeds, there's an, there is an inherent sort of snobbery around some of the, the underground genres um, for for not much necessity, really. But yeah. um, just touching on Leeds, because obviously you are you are a Leeds-based collective. 
um and you've been speaking a bit about how the people you are surrounded by has like you know been a, a massive reason as to why you guys are um sort of formed but would you say um lead specifically was like contributed to the success of ready meal just to do with the fact that it's like the kind of place that sort of nurtures creativity or or was was there something you you reckon you would have ended up doing like wherever you sort of ended up going to uni or or anywhere in the uk you yeah might absolutely i think we're, we're all like so passionate about our music something would have happened yeah. regardless but i think it's been a lot easier here just mainly because of like the amount of grassroots venues willing to just yeah. let you do your thing so i'm from birmingham where this it's really not the same like it's harder moving through with like promoters and stuff whereas in leeds it's just like if you've got a good idea people just kind of let you have a go at it so yeah. and yeah, i just no, think absolutely. having an opportunity to like get residencies and like work with people around the city and people just being so friendly and kind of open like if it's just a good idea with like cool artists and like good yeah. music just let's see what happens kind of thing which i rate a lot yeah absolutely yeah, so like compared to london especially because obviously that's where a lot of people are based coming up to Leeds and like, you know, like Izzy and yeah. over half the people involved in Ready Mill are based yeah. in London, I suppose. And you can't create a scene the same way. And I feel really we're not, really no. focused on the scene and the demographic and bringing it back to like yeah. word of mouth and going to a gig. Yeah. That like so feeling you, again. Yeah. So do you feel like, cause obviously you guys have like, you guys have been, you know, endorsed by things like you had your um the sort of collaboration with nando's um and things like that and just just the fact that you have some some sort of level of stature do you think that being in a, a you know arguably smaller city than than london in leeds was a lot to do with why you you know sort of the spotlight was on you maybe or because it, it does, I, I guess it does it, feel very important that you were from you know based from leeds and yeah I guess there's less competition in a yeah. way, um, which has allowed us to like kind of do our thing and create the scene that we're trying to create. But at the same time, I think we've got a really, really unique thing going here. And we've got some really sick talent artists. Um, yeah. And I think we could genuinely compete in any city really. Um, yeah. It's just that we've all kind of ended up in Leeds and uh, it's just a great city to be doing this stuff in really. Mm, the energy of Leeds as well is so different where you're sort of allowed to do what you want on a sunny day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's very true. So like we can have sessions every single day and we can like create this because it is yeah. a family at the end of yeah. the day. I mean, everyone in the collective is like, we really look after each other and like, everyone's there for each other, like emotionally and stuff as well, yeah. which is it's quite important that it feels like a proper family and we see each yeah. other every day. And if not, we're chatting every day and you know, all the plans and stuff is it's all good and all the, you know making it serious but at the end of the day it was like i think it was being in leeds and having that feeling of connecting with people Absolutely. in the only way that you can do in leeds yeah <laughs> I, Every, couldn't, I couldn't agree more yeah, yeah i mean like, just enough to be impressive and like just small enough yeah. that it's not overwhelming yeah it's kind of hard to sort of put into words to people who like don't go to leeds um especially also without just sounding like a bit like you're bragging about it but it is just quite like a a uniquely um compact sort of musical community um obviously like venues like high park book club and even maybe more recently obviously not in the last year but like 
Royal Park Cellars. I, I know, I know it's um that sort of. I don't know how well that caught on, but I definitely en- did end up seeing a few live things down there. But the fact that you know you're a minute away from venues that you, I know you guys have used quite a bit, um, just sort of contributes to the energy of the the scene. And being being within like walking distance of the centre, and also yeah, Headingley, and just all these spots where. I feel like hospitality and leads are just like, they just go hand in hand. It's kind of like the whole thing. And I, so being like an entertainer, it just yeah. makes life so much easier, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Hyde Park, obviously, everyone in one spot makes it so easy to just see everyone that we're involved with, but also get everyone down for a gig is really easy yeah. compared to, you know, getting people traveling from far and wide. True. And, and there's a lot of different markets as well. Like there's all the students, but there's also a lot of markets for the like just graduated students, like this sort of three, four years out of uni who stayed in yeah. Leeds. And yeah. It's like, it's, 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 a, it's a market, it's a type of person. Yeah. Then you have like all the financial people as well. So there's all these different like types of people that you can go after. So it's really helpful like learning about that and understanding what a demographic is rather than yeah. just knowing what it means. So did that did that sort of make you feel a lot like what you were just saying there, Tom? Does that make you feel a lot more comfortable about the idea of like, um, stay like sort of staying beyond like your the sort of stereotypical sort of three or four years at uni mm-hmm. and like the fact that there is such a musical community? Because I guess maybe maybe someone who's not as into the music like once they're once they've graduated, it's kind of like well, I best I best be off now. But for, for if you're if you're as affiliated with the seen as you guys are it, it was almost like why why would I ever want to leave yeah exactly because I've been two two years out of uni now yeah just going to my third year of not having uni so you know by the end of this year I'll have spent longer out of uni than in it and yeah. like none of, like not a little bit of me feels like sort of embarrassed to be around students because of how we're how it's so integrated into the city. Yeah. I feel like when you go to somewhere like Manchester, there's a real like student events and then the city events. And if you're a student, you know, and like a southerner, it's, you know, it's a lot more stereotyped, but like here you go to like a good tech event and all the locals are there and everyone's mingling yeah. and it's all the same. We all growing up and the student culture is what affects the culture of Leeds. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really interesting, actually, because I never, I never think of like. Obviously, I, I stayed um an extra year technically for to do the masters, which like this um podcast is sort of, you know, um mm. you know, promoted by and stuff. But um, I, I didn't regret it at all, and I could very easily see myself staying longer. Um, did you do you want to say anything on that, Ben, or just the sort of um, yeah, I mean welcome type of thing. <laughs> Nah, I, I, I don't like Leeds is such a sick city. I don't know why people yeah. want to get out when they do. Yeah. But I think for us, um, like I know for me, especially like I've made all my connections up here realistically. And although like some people have moved back down south, um, like all my gigs are up around like Sheffield, Manchester, Newcastle. Um, so it just makes a lot of sense. And also for Ready Meal, um, I guess everyone keeps saying it's like kind of big fish, little pond energy. And then if we do want to move out, we can. Yeah. Whenever, but I think to like get this proper like get a proper fan base in Leeds going, and mm. also onto that like I guess the students are moving through every year, then we get new people to kind of 
meet market to yeah, exactly. work with play music to and then they're just moving to london so if we did then want to move down south we just had yeah. this whole like conveyor of people that know us and yeah, I, think the, I think that's what makes it a bit different isn't it is that like we're because we've set this up we are constantly meeting people yeah. So I think people get a bit stagnant with the sort of click, like the groups they're in, like it's, it's quite cliquey up, up in the yeah. system. Everyone yeah, wants to know each other, and so so like completely not having that in my life made it made it so easy to just enjoy it, you know. Yeah, and are you, are you like keeping as um, close to High Park as possible, or is that does like in terms of where you live and stuff, or you know, are you um, to want to venture even even in the venues you sort of like work with is is there any like ambition to i don't know gravitate towards like like you were saying the, the sort of the town venues that like obviously i'm sure you've done plenty of things with, with them in the um in the past but i guess venues like the wardrobe and things like that that probably do have more of a work after work crowd or an adult mm. crowd yeah yeah i mean like that's where the money is <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> But like, well, not even unfortunately, just like kind of know like the venues that are, are going to be able to sort of hire you like really regularly and give you like regular, really good work. So it does kind of make sense to move towards town. But like the the grassroots gigs are like high pop book club and stuff. Like it's it's tough to beat that with like a properly like passionate audience that's like going to sing your lyrics back for you. Like, yeah, it's not going to happen realistically in, unless until you get like a bit bigger doing that in town. But up here, we're already kind of at that point. Yeah, so, yeah. And we've got a really good relationship with Book Club as well. Like two, like two members, like two of the rappers work at Book Club, so uh, it's always, it's always like foot in the door. Always goes <laughs> right. Yeah. So having that, like a nice base, that's going to keep going. Do you know what I mean? And us moving to town means that we can just look for a bit more, like a nicer studio. You know, just upgrade the operations a bit, and then our yeah. gigs will be better. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. We we are really lucky to have places like High Park Book Club that just, you know, offer a bit of everything and are very sort of encouraging of like things like I don't know how how much they helped you in your first um in your in your early beginnings. Um but yeah, I I just wanted to speak a bit um just in order to sort of segue into the first song, I was just going to ask you a bit about sort of your process of like recruiting the artists that end up on your collective because tom you you were going to pick um a song from from the artist Leica who who is based on your label collective um so yeah what do you want to talk a bit about him and a bit about how you sort of find these people or how yeah, they come so, to you? so Leica's actually from ilkley so he's from leeds oh, cool. yeah. um and he he went to elcom and um so i was working you know the edit room at uni yeah that was my first job out of uni. I got a job at the edit room as a barista. And I was yeah. working with a guy who um, put on the first Leica EP, which is like a sort of uh, it's like electronic, um, sort of experimental little project, you know, but, you know, like really like sort of process vocals and yeah, ambient. It's really, it's really like different. And um, we're so, he he told me about him and I added him on Facebook and messaged him um and got him into got him into my got him into the studio and he said, you know, he's like, oh yeah, I kind of wanna kind of wanna do some rapping or whatever. You know, it's this whole I'm an electronic artist, I can't be a rapper. You know, I'm not even a singer. I used to process vocals. 
and it was just breaking down those like genre boundaries for him and in the first session we recorded a tune called oxytocin which he released on soundcloud yeah um and it's it was the first take he recorded on the on the mic just sitting there that we actually used as the final take and that was the first time he'd rapped in front of anyone and that was like that's like a really good sort of analogy for how we work i think is we meet people through someone knowing that we're trying to do something and they're trying to do something and a mutual friend will bring us together or or like we meet people you know um and yeah getting him and now obviously half moon was his first spotify released yeah and that's all wrapped so it's just a really it's just really nice seeing someone develop like that because it's yeah i think it brings a lot of confidence as well and a lot of like experimenting and just makes your music a lot better yeah and and i guess like like you were saying with the, the ways in which you meet people sort of contributes to how like eclectic of a bunch you all are is just the, the fact that it can be sort of here there or anywhere the way they the way they all come to you and stuff um so yeah that that's um that's all really interesting so yeah the, the we're just going to play half moon by Leica, and then after that we'll come back and talk a bit about um slightly darker pandemic themes um yeah here's like a um half moon Feeling burnt out amongst the weeks Maybe first I fact that this city's slowly killing me But it's thrilling, see, it seems I never wanna leave Couple, couple keys till I'm embellished by the revelry Relishing the sight of these red brick streets So Dorothy's a long way from Kansas And me, I guess, over a tin can man With a hole in my chest where a muscle once resided Rome High Park and a half moon light Hiding our woes where the sun don't shine As the weight of the world hangs heavy in my eyelids Comfortably first in a couple wretched hijinks Trust me, it's just been a rough day Cop diem, I suppose Or maybe I just like it when my blood flows thin Cause it's the fourth night in a row That my liver's been this livid I've been caught in with a bottle Just to spite my innards For a boy to use his quick wit and silver tongue To trick the lady to her knees As she believes every single syllable that trickles from his lips Yeah I know, so I've been Far from seeking solace in a set of heaving lungs And plundering the breath from other bodies just for fun Cause half the time I hardly have enough heat for the both of us And friction from the sheets can only do so much Rome High Park and the half moonlight Hiding our woes where the sun don't shine As the weight of the world hangs heavy in my eyelids Comfortably first in the couple And now my conscience is a martyr I can't feel my heart either Using half a gram of shard to cut my cheeks a couple creases 
reason with my demons Maybe offer them a line If you can't be a better join them Have a hell of a time Sinking Bucky while the jade hair Harvers our sins Sleeping butterfly carcasses Littered within the pit on my stomach The bowl said it's iconic So I reckon it'll work I'm supposed to be honest Or so I've heard That was um, Half Moon by Laika. Um, and because this pandemic, because this podcast is, um, you know, meant to be a bit topical, um, sort of, I want to know your, your guys' thoughts on um, the sort of the creative industries um, in this sort of um, pandemic struck and world. Um, so, like, at the, obviously, it's been a year now, um, but do you remember sort of how it affected you in the first instance? Like, you obviously recovered pretty well in terms of how creative you ended up being, but like, was it, was it a bit of a hard hit initially? Cause you, you're so surrounded, you know, you're so ready meals revolves around, you know, live, live events and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I had two to three gigs booked every single weekend for the year, yeah. which just overnight were just gone. And that was like my entire income, like everything yeah. that I was kind of like, and it was like the like it was as soon as I left uni basically. So my whole like outlook was like, oh shit, <laughs> everything's kind of taking a turn. Um, yeah. Which yeah was not ideal, but for us it gave us a set. We we were pretty flexible, so it gave us the opportunity to kind of move more things online, um, get into the studio and kind of develop our studio work. Um, and I yeah I think in like given the circumstances um especially when we kind of look around at what other people have done i, I think we've kind of smashed it for like what it was yeah. um obviously it would have been better to be out and about but it, it gave us an opportunity to kind of sit back like just kind of think about how things have gone how things are gonna go and to really refine like what we want to get out of like this whole ready meal thing basically mm. absolutely that's true it was quite rough though with um like because we had a sunday residency at east village yeah and like we'll get money and like introduce new artists and play with new artists live and like meet loads of new potential singers every week. And it was yeah. so automatic and we didn't really promote it. It was like a word of mouth, like residency. Yeah. So it's just like this really good vibe that it just like, it was going really well and it started to get like, like too busy. Do you know what I mean? Like where we wanted yeah. it, like just too busy. And that like weekend, the pandemic came through and, East Village closed down and then got taken out or the person who was booking us um, doesn't work there anymore and it all kind of fell yeah. through. It's kind of changed, changed completely now. I don't know if it's the kind of venue which even offers live stuff anymore. Really. Nah, not at all. So like, so that feeling of, of losing out on what we wanted, Yeah. as Ben said, we all came and we were like, you know, condense what we want to get out of it condense what we want to show people you know yeah. improve our skills and hone our hone our business skills a bit more and become a bit more aware of of what we can do and i think that's where obviously yeah all our bits through the pandemic came from yeah because it because it would have been um you know it would have been expected that like your sort of popularity or would have stagnated a bit but i i guess like the things you did end up doing um 
actually probably in a way helped you like coexist with the pandemic maybe not maybe not in a way which was like you know keeping you afloat financially and things like that but just in terms of like it's a chance to maybe like you were saying reflect and sort of meditate on on how you'd want to be in the future but also in the meantime you guys like you know really kept connected with like the audience with all the remote offerings and um isolation station which which ended up being a really really good idea which you know for, for the for the deepest part of the lockdown really caught on and i felt like had a yeah had a had a good impact on people coming together in the way that you know the sort of ethos of ready meal kind of but do you want to talk a bit about um yeah isolation station yeah i was that was that was that was good because that was just um we just started it just because we were in a house you know um trying to learn about graphics trying to learn just you know just trying stuff i think that's what we did yeah. because it wasn't just uh, like isolation station was good because we could get the videos through and everyone wanted to like get involved a bit and post it and it was you know it was to show off the ready mill artists in a different perspective as well and like build build something that can like support each other a bit yeah. when uh obviously the usp of ready mill was dipping we could bring something up a little bit and um obviously we didn't we didn't carry it on but we didn't need to because we learn yeah we learn the lessons like from doing it and it was the same you know when we tried to set up like the the beats cult the the rm beats rm label trying to set up these little subdivisions yeah. of what ready mill can represent and i think it's all accumulated and it was really good just just working on stuff you know not giving up yeah yeah, yeah. I think people like they received it so well like yeah I think people just kind of everything was so doom and gloom people just wanted something to be like kind of joyful so like I just sit outside play my sax every day and people just absolutely loved it um and then we started filming a bit and I went on isolation station and like it kind of it just kind of blew up just because it was just something different something unique and just yeah. gave people like an opportunity to like enjoy something <laughs> as dark as that is yeah. i mean the sh that, like the sheer amount that everyone had to end up being on their phone like it was it was so like welcome to such a just have like something new to listen to like pretty much every day um and like i guess for you like in terms of your networking it probably you know whether maybe you got a bit like it got a bit um oversubscribed in a way and you probably had to put too many people coming coming towards you not that that would necessarily be a bad thing, but like you must have your, you know, your connections kept on coming. Like, um, yeah, it felt really, really nicely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, we're, we're like, we kind of give any, anyone, anyone that comes to us, we'll give them an opportunity kind of yeah. if that shows their thing. But yeah, just so many artists. And it's just mad. There's so many amazing artists in Hyde Park that just kind of don't have a platform. And that's kind of yeah, yeah. our thing is like, if you do have the talent and you're willing to put the work in, you just need those two things and we'll work with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did, did you want to say anything extra on that, Tom? Um, no, I, th I think that's true. I think that's always what we've represented is the en entry point, is giving the entry point. It's like Izzy, you know, Izzy yeah. DeRosa got signed to Atlantic Records. Yeah. And that's, that's as we were working, you know, gave her an entry point where she could like develop herself properly and that's that's something we want to offer everyone you know and it's not exclusive to 
the people we work with it's you know it's 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 something that everyone needs a bit more of a bit more love at that point rather than being selfish with with what you can get out of it yeah absolutely um yeah so like that was obviously a lot of the a lot of the sort of creative endeavors that you were sort of um getting going with we're, we're at the beginning of the pandemic but um i was just wondering because now it's been obviously it's the 19th of july today so things are changing but like what was the sort of weird limbo stage where you kind of could go out but you kind of couldn't what was that like for you guys like did you did you dabble in the um sit down events and i guess sit sit down events probably work quite well with um some of your some of your sort of offerings but um, we didn't we didn't plan to and then uh everything got pushed back a month and then (laughs) so we did end up doing a sit down event that wasn't meant to be a sit down event um, but it actually worked out pretty well. So we've ended up just rescheduling everything for in October, basically. Um, but yeah, we held that event and it was really nice. But we kind of thought we'd wait until the dance floors were full. But yeah, yeah I didn't quite go to plan. But <laughs> come October, it'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like, what was the what are your sort of upcoming plans in terms of like not what like now venues are open? Is it just like playing shows or is it is there anything like new you guys have just been sort of like gagging to like off you know get going with now that everything's sort of back to normal um well for us like it's all it's all been about releases because we've just been sat in the studio for months now um so we've got so much new music that's just ready to go which is wicked so we've got sort of a release plan for the next like six months basically set up already which is great and then all the individual artists have got their own gigs so um we're playing at tram lines this weekend with yusuf um yeah he's playing we're playing at hedro house on the 30th um and then we've got ready meal gigs where we kind of bring the whole collective together and we do nice, like yeah. so everyone's got their own solo stuff and then we've kind of got these these bigger bigger events where we all kind of rock up and yeah <laughs> on top of that as well we've got um we've because so we never really we never really got too involved in late night events i don't know how else to yeah. say it but oh, we're doing after parties we're collaborating with outhouse sounds you oh, know yeah, doing saw, like that event there, yeah. so did, like did that event gets sorry to interrupt did that event get to happen in any shape the one with outhouse did that did that no we pushed it to 2nd of october just because cool. we just thought like sitting and listening to garage at 3 a.m or sitting down isn't really like a vibe i don't know it's, for us anyway strange, like yeah we really because we wanted but our kind of USP is going to, so there'd be like live sax and live vocals and live like rapping and stuff. And I think we kind of want the first one to have that like high energy thing. That first yeah. one's going to be so key to like, so then if it was just going to be sat down, we just didn't feel like it was going to get us off to the right start. So we thought we'd hang about, mm-hmm. do, it, do it for real and have like a proper like launch of like Ready Meals kind of like night life side. Yeah. And also because there's so many people in Ready Meal now, like we can't, we can't get away with doing stuff for the money or anything everyone's got to want to do the thing otherwise uh-huh. we'll just get bored yeah. so you know that's the massive part is just making it good because we have people who care about it yeah absolutely like it'd be yeah it'd be no there'd be no point in doing something like that if your heart wasn't really in it because that's kind of like the whole soul of the event is just gone flat um i know i was kind of like a bit on the fence about whether sort of sit down events especially for like that yeah like you were saying the nighttime industry like it oh, is a bit strange <laughs> like i like I, I could i'm very like up for like a like a sit down sort of jazz like event or something or just even seeing like a live band 
um, where you don't know the music and you you know you're kind of listening more so than dancing, especially. But um, but yeah, no that that makes that makes complete sense. Um, I hope you I hope you guys um end up getting to like do lots of um great great things this year because um, it's obviously been a really rough rough year for creatives and people involved in the live scene. Um, just quickly because I'm, I'm noticing that I've got four minutes left on this free Zoom call. So do we want to just, um, Ben, you provide another another tune um, and then we'll end the call and then restart oh, yeah. restart for just the final yeah. segment. And then, um, so yeah, did, what was, you were going to play one of your yeah, yeah. own So um, yeah, 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 I'm going to play Up and Down, um, which is by, uh, me and Finn produced this tune like eight months ago in mid-lockdown. Uh-huh. Um, and then I sent it, I met Ellis, the main rapper, at an event pre-lockdown once, and then we like we texting, and I sent it to him, and he wrote a verse, and then sort of so eighteen months down the line, we found another rapper, and then Pixie hopped on. So it's been like Very two nice. years in the making. <laughs> it's enough. finally here, which yeah. is good. So yeah, all good. Um, yeah, yeah, so like, this is yeah. So it's also quite cool how how you can like you know how you said like Pix, Pixie kind of hopped on. It's like the nature of ready meals that it can just be the hodgepodge of various different artists from all sort of genre walks of walks of genre so to speak or i think having that collage of like because we've still got like the golden thread of like the jazz and the yeah you know like just like vibe music but also yeah just just having everyone and all these personalities being able to just hop on each one i think it's going to get to a point where it's like you can just hear a ready meal artist just yeah it's all different walks of life and everything as well isn't it there's completely different people and we can all relate like a family just because we've got we've got the music it's it's pretty nice yeah no no, it sounds like a really lovely little family you've got going um so do you want to just quickly introduce that song again ben and then we'll hop out a bit so this tune is up and down um and it's getting released on the 19th of august so get ready oh yeah Enjoy, um, chat to you in a bit. Check. I gave up praying, contradicting words that I'm saying. I'm stuck on pause like Isaiah. Josh Bell and me, quit playing. I'm sitting on so much, might think I lost my touch. In and out of this music chain, the door shut, it won't budge I say that cause it comes for me I need door to live comfortably So why am I getting this sunken feel? I ain't around company But she ain't round to accompany me My head lost in the cosmos So tough like a viking I'm sick of me that I hug roast Another day, why not toast? Buzzing mine like a bumble Stay humble, why you love boss? With my respect, you're the utmost Flow infectious like fungal Ain't hard to find if you look Looking for me, come check the pub with my uncle Living life like I want to But I still wanna see more Checking on me like one, two Moving up and down like a seesaw Getting high in my downtime Come and link me around mine In the studios with Miss Sue Girl belling me, what's the issue? Living life like I want to But I still wanna see more Checking on me like one, two Moving up and down like a seesaw Getting high in my downtime Come and link me around mine In the studios with Miss Sue Girl, Enemy was an issue. 
So I stepped out, sons, I wanna see more My life goes up and down like a seesaw Trying to get higher than I've ever been before And sit bare henny till a brother can't recall ATP me, I do it for the people The ones on streets and the ones on legal My flow hit real sweet like treacle You can have the body but your mind got an equal And I'm not the boring type I come with the vibes, get them feeling right Oh my gosh, man, I'm on the next type Sorry babes, I ain't texting you back tonight I wanna smoke some, I wanna write Sean Paul Flex, give me the light I'ma tell a man I'm gone and then I'm going outside Need my drizzy for the day and then my hay for the night So I stepped out, sons out, wanna see more My life goes up and down like a seesaw Trying to get higher than I ever been before And sit bare henny till a brother can't recall More life, yeah, my people gotta live more No strife, we ain't always gonna be poor Switch lanes, yeah, we about to take a detour See my people rise, that's what my heart beat for Let's live a lie until the sun shines And then the smoke rises And I'll pretend I'm fine Let's live a lie until the sun shines And then the smoke rises And I'll pretend Living life if I want to, but I still wanna see more. Checking on me like one, two, mood up and down like a seesaw. Getting high in my downtime, come and link me around mine. In the streets with Miss Sue, girl, telling me what's the issue. Living life like I want to, but I still wanna see more. Checking on me like one, two, mood up and down like a seesaw. Getting high in my downtime, come and link me around mine. In the streets with Miss Sue, girl, telling me what's the issue. feels like it's pulling itself along um it's not completely fallen flat on its face it's kind of been sort of middling for ages a lot like i'm surprised that obviously i'm sure a lot of venues have closed down but a lot of um venues have managed to keep themselves open with you know um sit down events or or like like blueberry hill studios has sort of turned itself into a like a a bar now which yeah (laughs) kind of you know makes sense I personally think it should still um, offer events in the winter um, and maybe become a bar in summer. Or, But um, yeah, I was just going to looking forward to sort of you guys specifically. Um, now that is there anything like you want to do with Ready Meal, like in the future or and how, you know, how long do you sort of see yourself, um, you know, being attached to Ready Meal? Is it is it a long term thing or not to be that not to be the uncle who kind of asks you about your future? Uh, like a family barbecue but but like (laughs) but yeah if there's anything you want to go into yeah absolutely um i think like yeah i'd I'd love in an ideal world ready meal will become like my full-time job you know what i mean yeah um and i think kind of diverting towards um taking more kind of like managerial like artist development turning into a proper record label and going down that route but i think getting this first bit right where we get like the community yeah. Um, we get like the vibe and we just basically get like as much exposure as possible initially and then yeah kind of further down the line we'll look to kind of much more heavily like worry about like the money side of things um, yeah and create it like yeah it's the main thing I guess. yeah for sure it's about establishing the idea wasn't it like putting a name putting an idea to the name more so because I think the name's pretty memorable yeah it's like 
it was just like building that and now coming out like you said about bars that you know blueberries turn to a bar a lot of places are looking you know bars are looking to work later and they've introduced breakfast and breakfast places are serving drinks now and the good thing with what we do is that we can perform 24 hours do you know what i mean and we also have musicians like ben and the singers but you know like ben on his sax playing with djs round the clock and like being able to have this sort of centralized pool of talents is going to be really exciting over the next couple of months and touch wood over the next 25 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm obviously like, I've kind of, I've like moved back to London, at least for the foreseeable um, starting to like, I'm already starting to panic about the future and starting to apply, you know, start starting to apply to these like label jobs you know to work for work for the man for a bit um but <laughs> but like i don't know whether that's a bit premature because obviously you guys are like you know hot you know regardless of whether it becomes your full-time job or not like you know if it if it ever did come to an end not that i would ever want it to because i think it's great um you've suddenly just be, you know got these extremely transferable skills that i think you know showing initiative in a way that someone who just sits there and says oh, I want this job because I love music, can't really, like, sort of vouch for in the same way. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on, you know, like, ever... I, I'm guessing you want to st- stay in music regard, you know, regardless of whether it's yeah, ready yeah. meal or not. But we've also, I guess, we've got, like, event event planning, like, marketing, social media marketing, um, yeah. sort of business, like, the just general, like, meeting people, um, like the networking that we've done just met so many sick people through it uh, there's yeah. so many different avenues if if we needed to to take things so yeah. yeah and also for me like from the beginning I always wanted Ready Mill to be very much like multidisciplinary you know across creative fields and going into clothes yeah. so like we're gonna have some merch dropping next month awesome yeah. um and like gonna start experimenting you know because I mean finally but I mean, it's always been, you know, a big deal for me is that no genre, uh, no genre boundaries is is yeah. just the start of what we, you know, taking away the rules Absolutely. and taking away like, you know, the problems because yeah. there there aren't there aren't obstacles. There's only obstacles you're making for yourself when it comes to yeah. creating music and getting your stuff out there. So like I you know I'm very interested in just creative industries in general so I think that's 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 great for me as well with Ready Mill being just such a good music platform just to always always be able to tap into even when yeah you know I'm looking at doing other things it's like it's it's it works on its own yeah but like also like I know I can I can see your your artwork in the back I know you sort of dabble in sort of visual art and stuff is that something you'd want yeah that one um is that something you want to sort of like venture into more I don't know how much to be honest I don't know how much you already do things well that's how I that's how I make my money that's how I make my money that's that's a good thing it's like nice that you've got various different sort of creative outlets without sounding really poncy but like you know you've got you know a bit of you know visual art a bit of sort of musical art and I guess you know like you were saying with the merch like you sort of get to when you've got like this little baby of a of a brand you can kind of you know nurture all aspects of the creative side of it which is quite fun yeah I imagine exactly 
like producing taught me how to paint which is really interesting really? like how, learning about how how production works and how to yeah. like build something and then take it away and then for me as well i think paintings like when i produce it's got to sound good and i yeah. think if i'm painting something it's got to look good yeah the same principles apply to both like exactly and it's the same creative process but just ends in a different result yeah no that's 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 awesome i'm, I'm sure yeah it'd be cool to see how how the two sort of separate um mediums interact you know as you as you continue to you know nurture ready meal and your own sort of um visual art um but just quickly to um sort of finish off i was just wondering if like so i kind of like want to sort of hit home this this idea of like um it's sort of our duty as people whether you're a general music listener or a complete or complete music geek to sort of look after your your you know live music industries even if you're not maybe not someone who's goes to as many gigs but you still listen to a lot of music i was just wondering if you guys had anything um to say about what you would ask of the general public um in terms of now that now that we've kind of dragged ourselves out of this pandemic really slowly and painfully is there anything you think people should kind of it's their duty to do just as a music lover kind of thing if there's made a, just made the most of it go and see yeah. go and see your favorite band go and see a band that you don't know that yeah. your mates know. i don't know pay to go and see them pay for music like yeah. just listen to spotify isn't really enough really yeah. so yeah Not just sure. i don't know buy a bit of merch get involved and just like enjoy it because that's that's the point really yeah don't be la don't be lazy with the music you enjoy and like don't listen to the same music you've been listening to the whole pandemic like yeah. find stuff and just yeah don't be lazy don't take it for granted because we could go straight back into another pandemic as soon you know as soon as we get through august yeah. and you don't know that so just appreciate it while it's here right go to the events where you can and it doesn't matter just what and why just make sure you're going to the things that you enjoy not because you think you should yeah because we all we all really took it for granted i guess um maybe not you guys as much because i think you you know you got you really show that you care for it and like lead by example in terms of how to like look after you know something you love but um but yeah that, that was all really interesting guys I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to have you guys on as as people who are very sort of um central to the lead sort of scene that i i know and love but um yeah it was great talking to you guys if you just wanted to like introduce the final song you were going to play um then that would be a, just a nice way to finish off um finish off episode two of um this podcast so yeah yeah well thanks for having us on so this last one um yeah i made this mid mid first pandemic uh so this song's called grace guys and it's just me riffing over some hip hop. <laughs> Okay, wicked. So yeah, here it is. Um, and to the audience, take care and um, enjoy enjoy the things reopening and things like that. But um, yeah, until next time, see you later. <laughs>